What's going on? This job with the Johnsons. How everybody doing? Today, we have a special guest, uh, my daughter, Alexis Johnson. And we're going to talk about the game changer. BBL is a game changer. This right here, this subject is very close to me because of uh, someone you know I love. BBL, to me, <laughs> I think, you know what I'm saying, what's the word, big booty? <laughs> but, hey, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, something, you know what I'm saying, that, you know what I'm saying, that I hear a lot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, reality shows, women, you know what I'm saying, have the surgeries or implant, or you might say eggplant. But, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. I want, you know what I'm saying, audience to know that we're going to talk about this whole situation about, you know what I'm saying, the BBL. And I have my daughter, Alexis, and uh, I want you, Alexis, I want you to talk about, you know what I'm saying, because certain people, when they have surgery, they might do it for the reason for it because a man or self-confidence or, you know what I'm saying, they want to build a build a morale up. So you tell me, Lexus, what you think about, you know what I'm saying, what made you want to do have a surgery like that? The reason why I had gotten my surgery again is because it was far so about I felt comfortable in myself. I just want to feel I feel confident in myself. I just want to feel comfortable. And it wasn't it was more like a low self esteem thing, but at the same time it was like it was just an easy way for me to, you know, get the look that I wanted versus me going to the gym and working out because I know genetically it wouldn't look right if I just went to the gym. So I tried to find an easy way out, which was just to get surgery. And so um, when you had the surgery, me, why I found out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because me as a father, uh, I wasn't too happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact is, uh, the risk of this situation <laughs> and what can can cause. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that my daughter had BBL, I couldn't believe that. I was hot, but I respect my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Because that's her body. It's something different with me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know, but I heard guys get BBL. But that's a whole different subject. I ain't want to talk about all that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about y'all. Game changer. <laughs> but I want to talk about, you know what I'm saying, the BBL. So what's the risk, you know what I'm saying, when you had that surgery? Well, just get straight to it. It's deadly due to the fact that um, you're dealing with um, blood coming out of your body. So you have to have like a certain... Um, a1c level to be able to pass and get the surgery because you can't bleed to death and also you got to be a certain bmi level like um body mass size you can't be overweight because that's gonna cause a high risk to um pass on the table due to the fact they transferring blood and it can um not blood but um fat it could be unhealthy fat to the point where you can suffocate and die while you under anesthesia as well so you was you was healthy when you had your complication, right? Am I right? Right. So, what kind of complication you had? 
um, I didn't have any health uh, complications. That's why they tell you, you know, you got to get cleared by your doctor. You can't have high blood pressure. You can't be a diabetic. And, of course, you can't be overweight because, again, all those are high risk of, you know, um, being fatal while getting the surgery on the table. So you got to pass that to able to get the surgery. So once you get cleared, then that's okay. Just letting the doctors know, like, you're good. So um, they also... Um, check you at the pre-op as well, like your blood pressure, and make sure you're not pregnant or anything because, again, that's a lot of um, complications that can happen to you while you're on the table. But you was in the hospital for, right. what, so, what, several weeks? Yeah, and that was after my surgery due to the fact that the error of my doctor. So what happened after your surgery? Take, take us, you know what I'm saying, what happened? So, basically, I was after, well, it's normal. When you get out of surgery, you know, you have, like, real back pain and stuff. So, they prescribed you uh, medications and stuff. So, I was good as far as, you know, healing while I was down there in Miami. But it's like when I was uh, ready on my way home. And that's when I started feeling like the same feeling that I felt when I got a surgery. I was feeling lightheaded and it was like hot. I was feeling hot. So when I had got checked, my uh, blood pressure had went up. So they was like letting me know if if I keep continuing to feel the same way I'm feeling that I need to get checked in at the doctor. But was you in the car? Was your airplane? I was on my way to get on the airplane. Okay. And so when you feel like your high blood pressure was going up. Right. And also, when you um, have surgery, you do need to take time before you get on the plane because due to the air pressure that goes up on your lungs, so that's what cause another reason for you to have more issues uh, with recovering as well. Okay. So did you have that issues when you got on the plane? No. But when you got off the plane, that's when you start. Having- yeah, after the fact that I had got off the plane due to the fact that um I left early. But it's not a certain time where you get to leave or stay late after your surgery. It was just more so um, it was already things that was circulating going on while as I'm healing that I wasn't aware of. Okay. And so uh, after you had surgery, when you went to the hospital, just tell us, you know what I'm saying, the, the complication. I mean, what what happened? Like, me as a father, I was concerned. I was upset. So, right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Tell us, you know, what happened, you know what I'm saying? Your lungs, you know what I'm saying? You start having problems with your lungs. Yeah, so again, when I was leaving from Miami, uh, I was starting to feel double vision and stuff. So I was, you know, letting my mom know, like, hey, I'm starting not to feel any better from when I was um, recovering and stuff like that. So as I went to Atlanta, it got worse. I felt like I was getting dizzy and was about to faint. But while I was on the plane, I was letting my letting the flight attendant know that I had surgery and to, you know, um, I needed some water and they gave me alcohol pads to keep myself awake from passing out. Cause that's what you do when you know, feeling like you're dizzy, you sniff alcohol on paper towel, alcohol pad. So when I had got to Chattanooga, that's when I felt my chest was still tightening up. Like as if when I was first got a surgery, when they pulled a tube out for you after the surgery. And so as I arrived at the hospital, it just still got worse. So when they had checked my vitals, that's when my blood pressure was 157 over 119 and that was high so they had gave me um iv and all these other medicines you know to regulate my heart um my um blood pressure to go back down to normal and as they kept waiting a couple of hours it just kept going up to 159 up to 160 to that to the point where they was like okay we will have to check you in at the hospital 
and they did a um x-ray on me and the x-ray they don't show what's fully going on they're just showing like you know the basic stuff was going on they were seeing that it was an infection in my upper area so they felt like you know when once they check me in to um, stand overnight at the hospital they're going to do like two rounds of cat scans so when they um as I was sleeping they had me on oxygen too because I wasn't aware that my oxygen level was decreasing due to the fact that what was going on in my lungs so they had did a cat scan and shot my IV with this blue dye that's going to let them know where it's going to light up what's all going on in your body in the cat scan that's when they had saw that I had a blood clot and a fat embolism um circling my lungs and they had applied to the surgeon to look at my cat scan they saw where it was coming from which where it was injected in my butt and the um the fat had came from my he went past my uh, muscle tissue that to the point where a little bit had got in my veins so when fat hits your blood that's fatal so they were just shocked the fact that I was still here so when it had hit my veins it had traveled up to my lungs and started circulating and it went from a blood clot to a fat embolism so they had to um give me um blood thinners you know to try to catch it and decrease it from you know from expanding so they was glad that I had caught it in time because again if I would have waited or didn't continue to you know if I kept feeling that it was just going to be worse and it was not going to look good and it was it was called fatal right yeah yeah basically that's what she was saying she said I've been um doctoring for 30 years I never seen anything like this and as I told my um my doctor he also admitted to me that I was his first patient that ever caught blood clots and fabulous um fat embolism in their lungs so yeah it was pretty scary did I mean did you um did history background because I, I noticed that some women they uh they like to uh, go the cheaper route of getting surgery, and so usually that, that surgery costs a lot of money. So how much you know? What I'm saying, I mean, you ain't got to tell how much you pay for it, but you can tell us. You know, what I'm saying, how much you know? What I'm saying, usually women, you know, what I'm saying, pay for a surgery like that. Usually, it's between eleven thousand and up. The highest it was like probably like fourteen. It depends on who you going to as well. Because, again, it's like a, a high-risk type of surgery. So they look at it like, you know, I'm going to get more out of you because, you know, I can do this. So, yeah, that's how much it really is. But do you, do you check with kind of doctor? Because certain doctors have to be certified board. Yeah, board certified, right. And that's what I Oh, did. the doctor you mm-hmm. chose, he was certified board. Yeah. So do you feel it was basically his mistake? He made on because you you almost died. And yeah. I almost, <laughs> I, I went too happy. Yeah, especially the fact that I was thinking it was me too. So the fact that um I had sat on my butt early um on the plane because certain states, you know, you can't, after surgery, you can't be able to sit on a BBL pillow on your knees and kneel down. But some states, they don't approve it due to the fact it's a, a safety hazard. And I was in a state where it was a safety hazard, so I couldn't um, just kneel down on the um, airplane seat. So I have to, you know, sit on my bottom. That's what I thought. It was my fault. But when the plastic surgeon from here had explained to me what he saw in my CAT scan results that he saw where it had traveled from 
from and where it was circulating at and how much it done went up there and traveled to my lungs. Like, they was able to see it when they had um, shot my IV with the blue dye to basically light up was all circulating in my body. So it wasn't your fault? No. You saying your butt? No. It was the doctor's fault? Yeah, he said he went past, he let me know that he went past my muscle tissue. And I guess that's where your um, vein is located as well. Yeah. So how you feel, you know what I'm saying, after you had your surgery? Well, I feel better, but it's at the same time, it's like um, it's overwhelming due to the fact that um, I could have been taken away. And it, the fact that I'm on blood thinners, too, you know, trying to get rid of what's going on in my lungs. And it's, like, hard for me because I feel like I'm not normal <laughs> and stuff. So It's yeah. okay. It's okay. This this right here is kind of a deep subject. I want uh, women and fellas know about uh, BBL. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know that, you know what I'm saying, the complication, you know what I'm saying, you went through was hard for you because your mama was upset, I was upset. You know what I'm saying? And but you made it through. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm glad that you know what I'm saying you made it through. But <laughs> I hope this be your last time. Oh, it is. But it's scary. The whole process was scary as well. But you know, I'm a woman of God, so that's why, you know, I'm not worried. And, you know, it didn't just bring me down, but just hearing that, you know, doctors has been doing this for like over a decade said they never seen nothing like this and hearing from my surgeon that he never had this type of problem it hits home well you know to me personally i think he probably saw that but he just tell you that <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying it's kind of a bs to me you know what i'm saying for a doctor to say well this is your first time he's seen that no if he didn't been doing this a long time he burnt boy certified then hey he just said that just a <laughs> get you upset not keep it from getting you upset right and keep from you know what i'm saying from other people you know what i'm saying realize what he have done but you know what i'm yeah. saying here or there you know what i'm saying i'm glad that you uh overcome that you know that situation you know what i'm saying because uh getting that kind of surgery it's high risk you know what i'm saying and i seen that uh many people even celebrities uh um, have died, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. uh, it's it's kind of you know what I'm saying messed up, you know what I'm saying, even because they they can be healthy, you know yeah. what I'm saying, they can be very healthy and still you know what I'm saying die on the on the table, right? And you know my understanding, you know what I'm saying, I don't know if it's true or not, you know what I'm saying. I think DC Young Fly, uh, baby mama. She had one of them kind of surgeries, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and she had died from that situation, you know what I'm saying? So rest in peace. Uh, but, you know, uh, that, you know what I'm saying, itself, you know, I want people to be aware of that kind of uh, surgery, uh, yeah. BBL. 
And that's why they also tell you to, you know, give your body time, especially she had like three or four of them. Like every time she had a kid, that's why they tell you to give your body time at least eight months to a year to want to get another surgery, especially a mommy makeover. That's a lot of procedure done at once. And that's a lot of blood getting lost. And that's too much like um, on your heart as well. Like, but you have, but it, 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 is it because there are different types of BBL surgery? Am like, I right? Yeah, like combos, like what to get with them. Yeah. Because you had what, a 360? A lipo 360. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, um, what's that? That's um, fat getting transferred from your unwanted places like your arms, your back, or your stomach. Anywhere that you don't want it to be, and they're injecting into your um, butt, basically. And oh. tummy tuck is when, you know, they're opening up your stomach and bringing down your stomach to tighten it, and they'll stitch it back up and put tubes right there for it to drain out. So people need to know the difference between that because I that's what I thought was going to happen to me. But, no, that's when they're basically taking a needle and, you know, sucking out the fat and to transfer it to your bottom, basically. So, so it's, it's a different type of mm-hmm. surgery. Yes. It's, it's way different from, uh, what's that? Because Kay Michelle, she got what? Uh, 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 I, I think it was um, hydro. Yeah, hydro gel. She had got um, shots, and hers was illegally. And she had, um, like, you know, all these weird little home products of, uh, the stuff they make in the street, concrete. They, she put concrete, um, home supplies, like cleaning supplies and stuff like that, all in her stuff. So that's why another, that's how K. Michelle, she ended up in the hospital sick and stuff like that. So that lady, she was illegally doing it. She wasn't no certified doctor. And if you can see her pictures as well, you can see her face was like messed up and, you know, bruised up and look hard because she actually put cement in her, um, in the hydro gel, basically mixing up with home products and stuff, basically trying to hurt her patients. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. And as you can see, it always looked like it was heavy and hanging off. It was hard. And she told that in her um documentary about her um BBL. That's the reason why she had to get it taken out because she had they had told her what was all in it uh-huh. when they had drained her out. And she did have um cement, basically, cement. that make the street. The, yeah, you know, concrete. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she had concrete. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. So as you can see, her results now, she looked like her skin looked flabby, and she looked flatter, and it looked like somebody just, like, popped the balloon. That's what it was. Wow. That's 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 crazy right there, knowing that your body got chemicals. Household chemicals in your butt. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, I guess you ain't got to wash your ass no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dang. Man. Yeah. Toilet toy the bowl. <laughs> toilet bowl ass. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, an audience, I, you know what I'm saying? I want y'all to know, you know what I'm saying? The, the effect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might want to get a BBL or something, but you know, you gotta know the risks and the, the consequences if you have a surgery. You know what I'm saying? 
the wrist, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Surgery. So, you know, uh, uh, that's why I say, you know, uh, you have to be careful. So, uh, Alexis, you know, uh, so this is your last. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And like I said. Because, the- you know, what the reason I say that, because I, I, I looked at it, because you have to have, um, maintain that yeah you gotta be in the gym you it's a certain amount of time you got for you to start the earliest you can start to exercise first off they tell you during your recovery stage before you be able to get cleared to um exercise you have to um feed it the healthy fats like avocado omega uh, fatty three um type of things and like rice and stuff basically a whole lot of protein to just let it build up and before you get ready to lose it you know so the fat cells won't um you know die so that's what that's why it's swollen and that's why they tell you you can't sit on your butt for like three months because once you sit on it you killing the uh fat the fat cells in it from circulating around your bottom so once you um you know, once you get healed, it'll still be that size. So make sure you eat healthy fats. Like I said, avocado, fish, and salmon, rice is all good. High-protein foods to keep it, you know, where you need it to be. And it takes about six to eight weeks until you're able to exercise. But also just make sure you get clear from your doctor so you won't also, you know, risk of having fat get transferred anywhere else because it still can be able to do that. Oh, it still can be able yeah. to do that? yeah. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. 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 That's that's that's, and then, you know what I'm saying because uh, what uh five six years do you have to go back and redo it? Well, because it depends I, on how you keep your body up. That's like I said. That's the reason why I really got it because genetically, um, my folks are not is built the way I want to look. So I felt like once I went to the gym, I did it before. It still didn't give me the results that I wanted. So, again, I tried to be, you know, a cheater and try to go get surgery to give me an extra boost. Like, I know I'm going to have to keep it up and, you know, it's going to look right as long as I stay in the gym. So, yeah, just stay in the gym and continue to eat healthy. But, you know, don't overdo it as well. You don't want to take in too much, you know, healthy fats as well because you can start up, you know, other issues as well. Okay. Yeah, cause I saw that, you know what I'm saying, after eight years, some women might have to go back and do surgery. Yeah, round two, yeah. And that's only if you don't, again, don't keep up. And also, you got to live in your faha, the, what they give you. They tell you get at least about five to ten because you don't want to keep wearing the same one. You got to use uh, your ab boards and stuff like that so it can compress your body and keep your fire. That's why they tell you to try to get comfortable and live in it so it can mold your body because once you be out of it too long, your body is basically, you know, getting used to not being compressed. So that's when, you know, your body will start looking back weird like as if you lost your, you know, like you wasted your money. Okay. Well, I like to thank uh, my guest uh, Alexis Johnson for you know telling us the the game changer of BBBL and you know Jabbers you know what I'm saying I, I appreciate y'all taking time and listen I know the, uh, Dr Kelly and Dale is not here uh, next episode they will be here uh, so uh, tune in and check us out and I would. Uh, Ask, you know, thank you for the sponsors, uh, DeMarco, 
cigars for uh, sponsor us. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, on uh, social media, and also you can check check out our merchandise. Uh, this is the Jizzle AJ Jizzle, and thank you for listening to us. Yep. Yeah.